ho and a Merry Christmas, one and all. This is your jolly uh, bowels full of ochre jelly GM here, Patrick, welcoming you back to another belt beneath the magic mistletoe on this week's Dead Men Roll No Crits. Joining me in swabbing the deck and decking the halls are my four helper elves and friends. We're talking about Jabert, Rebecca, Seth, and Tyler. Hey, guys, how you doing? Happy holidays! Hey, hey, hey. Happy Woo. holidays to you! Yes, for those who don't celebrate Christmas, or Christmas, I'm sorry. Yes, Christmas is when I Christmas death. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I wish everyone else a harpy holiday. Ah. <laughs> Uh, I'm really hoping that I I celebrate Christmas this week. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I want to celebrate double Christmas. Mm. <laughs> yeah, back to backs. Uh, well, we'll have some chances to do so because, oh, you know, we're starting this week's episode where we last left off with a combat. Um, I, I don't know if uh, pre-show banter, is there anything you guys want for uh, the holidays as a present. We're recording a little bit in advance here, but this is this is the time of year to not think of friends or family, but think about presents. That's what I'm talking about. Oh yeah. And I was just talking with my wife how she feels bad that she uh, tapped out on a gift for me a few years back in the form of the Lego Voltron set, which you can't. Uh, see, but it was like right off screen over here, which is like one of the biggest Lego sets and the coolest ones they've ever put out. It's four, uh, I mean, it's all the Voltrons, but the, um, they interconnect and make a giant Voltron. And it, it was just so much fun to put together. We spent the day putting it together, and there's like nothing that tops that really <laughs> in the Lego, um, Lego presence, uh, world. Um, is, it, is there anything you guys are looking forward to this holiday or any gifts you're looking to give? Well, I'm, I'm, uh, I have children, so mm. Christmas yeah, is was, a little different for me. <laughs> yeah, I, I, was, I have a I lot was, of gifts that I give. <laughs> I was going to say, uh, those I'm are from Santa, to, uh, Rebecca. I, yeah, I mean, I, I just, I, I tell my kids that I have a direct line to Santa, so I am <laughs> our elf in our house. That's why we don't have an um, elf on the shelf. I am the elf. Mm-hmm. I, Email him yeah. on a regular basis. You don't just basis. play one on the podcast. That's right. That's your kids, right. So, so your kids don't handwrite letters? Uh, we are actually Zooming with Santa on Wednesday. <laughs> tomorrow. Yeah. That is so, so technologically capable. That's pretty cool. Good job, Santa. I mean, ordinarily, we would go and see him in person. But, you know, given the pandemic, <laughs> uh, I we're trying understand. to be cognizant. This- Santa, what time is it there? I have no idea. (laughs) (laughs) I'm at the North Pole. I'm trapped in this computer. Help me. I bet Santa has the worst satellite. (laughs) I bet Santa has the worst internet connection. Like, that's just like satellite. (laughs) It's just like three frames a minute. It's like, get you. You still got 56k because they've never run. Yeah. They've never run. I don't know. Uh, he is one of the greatest inventors of all time. So maybe he's dope. Maybe he's, he's got that 5G. Yeah, I think yeah, he. Maybe. I think he. I think he smacks Rudolph and he like makes modem noises. Here's the real question: You think yeah. Santa was able to get a PS5? Oh, for sure. <laughs> My... Dude, Santa. Santa has a PS7. Are you kidding me? <laughs> My isn't that the one? Isn't that the one that's like inside of your brain and it's like made out of bubbles? Like Sony actually did an advertisement for like the PS7, like back yeah, in the early 2000s. I think that was the seven. Yeah, I'm I think that excited. was the seven. Um, yep. 
during the holidays, my father was very strict about what presents came from him and my mother and what came from Santa and differentiated them. I don't know if uh, your uh, parents, Tyler, were the same, but Santa didn't never wrapped presents. Um, Oh, all the Santa gifts were unwrapped and just like laid out under the tree. Oh, they would only show up Christmas Day, of course, where the other presents that were from family were there for, you know, weeks or or not not weeks yeah but like a a week or so before it's so interesting to hear how other people celebrated christmas growing up because like i think it's just because he didn't want to wrap really big things (laughs) i I (laughs) I think that was was true for us too like anything that came from santa was never wrapped ever it is for my children because they'll sneak downstairs and see everything and i don't want that to happen In, in media like all the media that you see of santa he always has like rap presents, you know. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I always thought sense. it was weird growing up because my I was mom, like, why doesn't he wrap my present? Yeah. So what my mom would do is that she would never—they were wrapped, but she would purposely never use the same wrapping paper. She would never mm. use the same bows or ribbons, and she would write it. She would write the way she did the tags. The name tags was different as well. So as you I print mine on the computer in like a yeah. special Santa font or whatever. And yeah, that way and, and the ones, the ones from Santa would always be on the outside of the tree skirt. So like, as if that's where the, you know, that's all he had <laughs> place to, to put them. So I can't be yeah. bothered to hide these. Here you go. Yeah, because that was <laughs> yeah. actually the only place that Santa could place them. Right. Pretty much. The, the real Santa works. Real Santa cars. Um, we should put a disclaimer at the beginning of this episode. I'm, now I'm feeling in the holiday spirit, you guys uh, in, engaging me here at the beginning. How about um, someone uh, rolled randomly starts the episode with a, an extra hero point? Why don't we do that? Ooh. A gift to somebody. Ho, ho, ho. I'm going to roll it randomly. Oh, it's Tyler. Oh. oh ho, ho, ho. Always lucky on the pirate podcast. Look at you. <laughs> this, is, this is home. This is home. Hey, Thanks for sharing, folks. Patreon members, I just want to take you aside for a minute and just tell you. You're my real favorites. Cosmic Crit, I don't even know what that is anymore. I just I just <laughs> I disavow my roles on that podcast. I just I just throw in the towel every Monday. I'm just I like, was just ah. waiting for Jabert or Rebecca to be like, we know Tyler. <laughs> oh yeah, no, they're they're very aware. Got it. Um, guys, are you ready to get into this combat of what yeah. what we left I, off in? What were we fighting? I don't yeah, remember. Yeah, what were we doing? Last are we week up Ambrose group. Is that what is that what I'm looking at? <laughs> no. Yeah, we were ganging up and killing Itchy Toe Greg. That's- I have a note that <laughs> I can- level two. You're- Please don't beat him up. No, I'm going to do it. No- I have a note that I can roll something other than perception for initiative right. on this. When we last left off, a clear-cut crew uh, from town here went into the jungle and unleashed a plague upon the town as you hear That's right. a far-off buzzing noise and see large insect shapes droning towards rickety squibs. And everyone in town can see this happening in, in real time, but you have like a minute or so to ready yourself. And that's what we talked about last time. A few rounds to prepare from shouting to crew members to get alchemist fire to using whatever skill you could potentially apply here for your initiative roles. So uh, what would you guys like to do to prepare? Does uh, I'm going to bring us to, I guess to a map. 
use for this encounter is here on the shoreline of the town here. Can I stealth? Uh, yeah, I was about to say, if you want to hide, uh, there are many townspeople hiding out, you know, in, in like hay bales or uh, trying to get into some of the houses and, and lock the doors here. Um, so feel free to position yourself maybe in some of the bushes that you see on the map or yeah, lock like the doors so the thugs can't get in. <laughs> And yeah, yeah you'll be able to use stealth uh, to. I'm going to open up the initiative turn order and you can add yourself in. Is there like a. Can I use diplomacy to kind of be a captain? You know, shout orders, boost morale, get people organized? Uh, diplomacy, you say? Yeah. Um, yeah, shouting orders wouldn't be uh, intimidate, you think? Sure, I'll do intimidate. I, I mean, it's better than my diplomacy. Oh, yeah. No, there's just. <laughs> oh no, well, uh, either or then. Yeah, I'll do it. I'll be. Sh- I'll bark orders. Oh, I don't bark orders very good, but that's okay. Yeah, I think I'm gonna. I think maybe Candoso would just be trying to get uh, townspeople into houses as quickly as possible, and then mm-hmm. uh, um, getting ready, getting ready to unleash big old, big old gouts of spells. And like we mentioned, I, I do. I can't remember which pirates, but I did want to give some of the crew members alchemist fire and just kind of mm-hmm. instruct them to, you know, when, when they were within range, just volley the alchemist fire at whatever swarm. Yeah, I could, I could probably use a couple of those alchemist fires as well. I'm going to keep a couple of those for myself. Jack Scrimshaw runs up to you, you all and says, oh, I got your alchemist fire right here, Captain. He's just juggling them like, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so Okay. We- Let's get into the turn order as indeed as the the droning gets louder and louder uh, from the distance. Those small dots become larger and larger until you can see their form easily. That of giant wasps. Oh, thank goodness. I was really hoping they weren't going to be swarms. Horse size wasps with oh that's two fingers like too rapiers <laughs> no. too, big, too, giant. too big i'm sorry you you wanted tiny bugs no Wait, i wanted medium bugs how about what, here what here's the, large bugs the size of the tree that got cut down they were just oh, hiding inside a tree there's a uh, big tree yeah you're you what you ever you haven't seen a horde of horses hiding in trees this happens all <laughs> the time hey <laughs> oh boy Joke of the episode. Uh, uh, here, here's some of the art from this AP of uh, of these things coming ashore and fighting some of the iconic Pathfinder first edition characters. Um, yeah, they're they're big suckers, and I am going to. Uh, they're on the hunt. I'm going to roll their perception to get them in this turn order, which is not great. In fact, not great enough. So this is where they're going to get to right off the coast, about 10 feet in the air. When we start the initiative turn order, Ahanto, you are at the top. I see. Uh, so the amount of um, wasps that we're looking at here, it's not innumerable? Uh, no, the, the ones that have come to this section of the town that you guys are at, there's only three of them. That's quite numerable. Okay. There's um, three in their horse size. Yeah, that's, you know, that's, that's something that happens in fantasy RPGs. Um, so what is this, like, wasps? Wasps of unusual size? Um, let's see. They're murder wasps. 
they're a new breed. Uh, so uh, this area right here that I'm pointing out to the south, the the edge of the beach, mm-hmm. is that terrain that can be stood upon by a character? Yeah, sure. Okay. That 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 sounded sarcastic, or, or or it sounded like inviting, like you're you're waiting to spring some sort of trap. No, no. But like I said, they're about ten feet up the air, you know, from from the shoreline. So you'd have to be some kind of jump master in order to get up there. Mm. Okay. Well, uh, I'll, I'll go ahead and run over there and be a jump master, I guess. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> uh, Who needs well, fly when you can just vault yourself into the air? <laughs> <laughs> just you have a jump speed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm going to have a jump speed. Very well, no, you do because of assurance, right? Um, not quite. Uh, uh. Let's see, because jumping up is much more difficult than jumping. That is true. You're horizontally. Is... Uh, so let's just double check this high jump thing, because I'm pretty sure I'll be okay, but I want to make sure. Uh, high jump. Okay. Um, okay, yeah, I can leap up uh, five feet on a success. Or wait, mm-hmm. where's, where's jump? Go ahead and jump. That DC is that DC is thirty for a high jump. What about regular up jump? <laughs> up jump the jump. boogie. Up jump. Um, yeah, it says leap here. Is leap oh leap, leap 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 leap. Okay, yeah. Leap I'm sorry. Part of uh, high jump modifies leap. Of course. Uh, <laughs> let's see here. Uh, let's see. Uh, if you make a vertical leap, you can move up to three feet vertically and five feet horizontally onto an elevated surface. Okay. So, yeah, I guess I can't jump more than three feet unless I make a DC 30 athletics check, which is very difficult to hit. Well, yeah, but if we're looking at high jump uh, failure, I mean, you still just like jump normally. (laughs) But um, so you're you're running up and you're trying to high jump. So that's two actions right there, right? uh, No, um, because I can high jump as one action, which includes a movement. Because of my my quick jumping. Oh, oh does yeah, that yeah. work with both long and high jump? Interesting. Yes, it does both. Okay, one well, go, go ahead and roll that first, and we'll see we'll see what comes up. We'll see what happens. Indeed, it can't hurt unless I get a critical failure. Ah, I almost got it. So close. Almost got it. No critical failure. No uh, critical failure. No. But a twenty-six <laughs> uh, is not going to be enough to increase the the height. So not going to be able to reach this guy. It looks like. I jump up. I jump up three feet. <laughs> can't, Which can't is, by the way, really impressive. <laughs> that is very high. Um, but, you can yeah. try again, right? If that was only one action. I mean, yes, but I, I, the the odds I'm dealing with here, I, I there are two sides of a d20 that I can hit to to reach thirty. You might as well. You still have two actions, so you might as well just prepare to hit it. I was about to say you could ready. Range. Oh, you know what? There are some boats here. Uh huh. What if I were to jump off of one of those boats? Um, I think if you were to go back and make a a a, a long jump off mm-hmm. of them, mm-hmm. you could potentially do that. Get a hit in. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, can I do that instead of attempting the high jump? Because twenty six, if I can use that same roll, I definitely get it. Unless you want me to like actually move back. <laughs> like, no, I'm no. You gotta, you gotta go back and get a running start, go back right? And then get another start. Yeah, long jump. Uh, well, it makes it a little difficult if you don't have uh, the ten feet stride, right? 
No, but not with not with the feats I have taken. I can no. jump from a standstill. So oh, yeah. missing that. <laughs> why, why don't you uh, make me another uh, jump check, another athletics, and okay. uh, can... I will do. I will do Course this correct because I have thirty-five feet of movement. <laughs> I will run oh, yeah. around and then jump off of the boat. Oh, parkour, baby! There's yeah. a couple uh, overturned boats here. You're jumping between them. Bingo, bango, bingo. Uh, so yeah, I can make it 15 feet with that. Excellent. So that will be just enough getting up off the ground and on the boats there to uh, to try and make an attack. <laughs> this is so goofy. Uh, I, I did not have enough time to switch into my wolf stance, unfortunately, but I will use a flurry of blows as one action to get two attacks while I'm in midair. I like that you've just flung yourself and you're yeah. just rapidly trying to hit and then you're going to yeah. land in the water. <laughs> Does a 24 or an 18 hit? Uh, yes and no. Okay, uh, 24 so. does, 18 <clears throat> does not. So how much damage are we talking about with one one quick elbow to this thing's mandibles? <laughs> Indeed, uh, 14 uh, damage Ooh. bludgeoning. Oh, that's a lot. Okay, <laughs> uh, <laughs> great. That was near max for you, uh, which brings us to the end of your turn. I apologize for the long turn, everybody. Uh, next is Candoso. Jabert. Mm. All right, let's see here. You just rolled perception for uh, Inish. Yeah, just did my Get, basic perception. Getting ready to right. to spot these things as they came up on you. Yeah, that's right. I'm 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 using my perception to ch- to sort of uh, check their depth, how far away they are. <laughs> and as soon as they come into range, I unleash a mighty bolt of electricity. Um, dare I? Dare I? Spend mm-hmm. a focus point. I dare spend a focus point. Tempest Surge! I really want to see this happen. I know. I really want I really yeah. want one enemy to not be great know, at reflex. I, you I don't think it's gonna be the flyers. These things are dope <laughs> at reflex. <laughs> so you're you're casting on the same one Honto just hit? Um yeah, I think so. I think that's I think that's the goal. And I'm gonna make a reflex save right now. Oh, oh boy, howdy. Let's see here. Man, two D twelve can really it's really a gamble, huh? (laughs) Can be. Um, All right, DC twenty saving throw. Let's roll it. Oh, natural (gasps) one. Wow, we love to see it. Not good times. It's taken uh, double damage, right? Uh, yeah. So it's taken twenty nine damage. Oh no. Oh boy, and it's ta- it's uh, taking one persistent electricity, and uh, no. it is no, it's not. No, I don't think it's gonna be alive. <laughs> Let's just do some. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> it did twenty nine points of damage to it in a, a shot. Yeah, yeah, I don't think it's. Yeah, that that second damage roll, I rolled a eight oh, no. and a twelve. I'm sorry. So. Continue, Jabert. How much persistent oh. damage? Uh, one persistent electricity, and it is clumsy two for one round. No. Clumsy too. All right, uh-huh. it's still alive, but it's a very hurt. Oh, yes. clumsy bird! Indeed, perhaps roiling from the riverbed here, just uh, a, a pool of static shock swirls up. Uh, a small, small storm centered around this huge hornet, this wasp, mm-hmm. and uh, it barely is able to keep uh, flying above Honto on the, the shore here almost falls 
And maybe it will, because next in the turn order is Alaris Delquarin. They do not get a turn yet. Really? Mm-hmm. You're hidden behind the bushes. There's no way it can see you. Yeah, um, it is flat-footed to me if it has not acted because I use stealth for initiative. Um, but I'm so far away, I'm not sure there's a whole lot I can do to it. Um, You've got a, a hand crossbow. Yeah, I was kind of thinking I would use that to try to goad it toward me. Um, oh, well, it looks nearly dead, so. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking now. So yeah. um, there, there are a couple others down the... the the coast here if uh, if you want to move on to one of them yeah and that's what i'm wondering if might be more beneficial for me to focus my efforts on one down the line but moving down there is going to be let's see it's going to take a couple of actions to get across the bridge yeah that's it's more um not so much a bridge but uh i think like a um, a small dam in the in a, a little creek here, moving into the the river. Uh, something you can easily uh, acrobatics your way across, but you know it's probably only a, f- a few feet wide. Okay. Um. Yeah. I'll I'll go sort of to the other side of that. Um. Is that an acrobatics acrobatic check mm-hmm. to cross that? It will be a a, a move balance action uh, in okay. order to, to do it. So, what'd you roll? Easily, easily done, I think, with a 27. That's a critical success. So you can move up to your speed uh, in, in this movement. So you're... Yeah, well, you're, you'll I, be I able should to be able across. to get right yeah. to this to this other hornet thing well, on the very f- far side, right? They're, they're all 10 feet up in the air, so you can, but you're going to be under it uh, a little bit. Okay. But still flat-footed to you, right? Yeah. Because they have not acted. So uh, I will... uh, Actually, I'll just stand right at the end of the little dam here and use my crossbow to hit this far one to the east. Oakley doakley, go right ahead. Ooh. Oh, that's a natural (gasps) 20! Oh my goodness, the crits are... Merry Christmas, gang. Oh no, Christmas miracle. (laughs) Ouch. All right, so roll some crit damage. Now, Patrick, is that a sneak attack? It is. Uh, Oh yeah, yeah, it is. And if I remember correctly, don't you double sneak attack dice on a critical attack? Indeed I Um, do. Yeah, you double the nowhere to that one. Is there... Now, with a hand crossbow, is there like any deadly or any other... Uh, critical modifiers that might be just be for for regular bows and crossbows. I don't think there is. Nope. Nope. I think it's There's just nothing. double damage. Okay, go ahead and, and roll all that damage. See okay, how this so that's going to be uh, uh, six plus five is eleven to start with, and then additional two d six on mm. the sneak attack damage, which would be oh. an additional five. So. 16? Yes. 16 total. Okay. Ouch. Ouch. Each. All these guys taking a lot of damage already. Too much damage. Oakley Doakley. Uh, that is uh, your full three actions, which means uh, we're on to the Wasp's turn. Thankfully, rolling just a little bit better than Cassius here, because... Boy, howdy, they, uh, they've already taken a hurting. Um, this first wasp that is nearly dead is taking 
one persistent damage? And does that happen on its turn or your turn, Jabert? Um, that is a great question. Let me, let me, can I look that up real quick? Yeah. Um, while we're at it, I don't think Clumsy is going to affect their melee attacks. Clumbay, Clumsy is for AC, reflex saves, ranged attacks, and skill uh-huh. checks I use. Um, so this, this one that is on Honto is going to try its best to... Get that stinger uh, pointed in our Aruxi friends. It uh, is at the end of each of your turns. Okay. Yeah. All right. So it's gonna make uh, it's gonna make three attacks going down the line here. What is your armor class right now? Uh, Twenty-one. All right. Let's roll them. Oh, Merry Christmas to one and all. Everyone. And oh no. Get to Christmas. <laughs> oh no. You get a crit, miss. No, no, no. I'm due a crit one of these days. It's been a, it's been a hot <laughs> You've second. had enough on my sweet <laughs> Okay, but it's boys. been a few episodes at least. Um, I do my, I do feel bad that he will never live down the 1 in 400 rule. Like, it doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Like, at the end of this entire adventure, if he complains about not critical, he'll still be like, I'm book one, you did one. <laughs> well, and it, right. was, well, it, was, uh, it was like Mr. Phipps, right? Who yeah. I, we ended up just murdering later on down the line. Oh, yeah, he's he never, dead. Now. He never lived that down. That guy's dead. So, the stinger versus slashing you uh, for minimum five points of piercing damage. But this second one, ooh, the second one could be dangerous. Oh, it's real bad. You are gutted by this thing's uh, rapier-sized stinger. It goes right through you for 30 points of damage on that crit. Wow. I've rolled near minimum on the first attack and near maximum on the crit. Can you, like... Back that thing up, flip it, and reverse it. <laughs> and give it to you. <laughs> so Jumped up and hit it, and then it hit you with the Uno reverse. Bad news. Uh, there's also a good amount of venom coursing through you. You need to make two fortitude saves here. Okay. Ooh, that's not good. First um, one. Mm-hmm. 15. Five on the but dice. I think I am going to... Use my hero point for this one. Go right Wise. Ahead. Wise. 25. That's a lot better. Uh, so, success, I can tell you. Okay. Uh, on the first one, uh, and then roll me another. Oh, no. Oh, no, Seth. Technically rolled a critical failure on the on the, on the the fortitude save that the, 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 the wasp got a critical success on the attack oh. for. It's oh, a crit. It's a Christmas miracle. <laughs> oh Look, I know that you don't critting. like my character and you want me to play a different one, but not like this, Patrick. <laughs> not like this. <laughs> it's the spirit of giving. Not like this. <laughs> uh, well, this is. Yeah, this is gone from. Hey, this could be a very short fight. These guys are doing pretty good. To uh, I'm gonna kill everybody here. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> I'm looking at how it works here. I'm, I'm not sure if this is a um, a same situation. You go down two on a a critical failure or not? So I will double check those rules at the minimum here on. 
well, stage one is is no effect, so not a lot going on with the the minimum. Mm-hmm. Let's see for afflictions. Mm-hmm. Yes, if your initial save against it is a critical failure, you advance directly to stage two. Um, and stage two for this venom is clumsy two. He's given it right back cool. <laughs> to your your team. Not that uh, those will have much of an effect. And uh, I, I can say his, his third attack is very much a miss, of course. Yeah. And at the end of the turn, he has taken one point of damage and is looking particularly fried and frazzled. Uh, so so uh, another detail about that persistent damage, at the end of your turn, you can make a DC 15 flat check. And um, if you make that, you stop taking damage. Oh, he, he did not. He did not. Oh, uh, and our other wasps are going to move in uh, a little bit. Let's see. I was this? really hoping that wasn't happening. Oh, yeah. One coming right for... Well, it's a good thing they're not Kansas. both going after Alaris, who is technically I was, closest to them. And <laughs> yeah, I was actually kind of hoping that that was going to be the case. <laughs> the one that you, you squarely hit in the chest, Rebecca is obviously going to go for. How could you be so cruel, Tyler? Oh, no. Oh, boy. First off, first off, Hornet. Second off, Wasps. I'm trying to help you, Wasp. Sorry. Uh, I have a quick question. We can Mm -hmm. cut this out of the podcast, but I had on my sheet that I was at 21 of 44 hit points. Is that accurate? Or should I be starting this fight at full? Uh, You should be starting at full because after that Naga fight, yeah, they healed you up pretty well. That's what I thought. I just wanted to make sure before I gave myself full hit points and forgot about something. So, okay, cool. Uh, right. So this one is coming up to you, Cassius, and we're going to make a couple of attacks. Natural. You 20, son of a... Natural one. Or, no, natural 19 is the second attack. Natural 20, natural 19. Oh, it's a no. Christmas miracle, everyone. Oh, no. <laughs> Let me just open up a new tab fiber. Christmas time is here. Packer. Christmas time. Is okay, here. real question. Can we make the trigger for Owlbear to come out of hiding a crit the on one of us? Happen. No way. <laughs> <laughs> you can call Owlbear combat. into combat as maybe an action, but right now I need to know your armor class. Tyler, Cassius. No, you don't. No, you don't. I do. Why? Because these are two crits. These are two crits. I don't know if the 19 is a crit. What is it? Below my AC is 20, dude. Uh, It has to be 10 over your AC to be a crit if it's not 19. So it's a crit and just a hit. Oh, I'm I'm surprised. I thought for yeah. sure these things. That's a had second attack. Plus double digits. If it I know. Ni- if it was 19 and a 20 in yeah, that but order, I'm, of that I'm well, I'm flat footed, so technically it's only 18. Uh, still. Great. Okay. Okay. Um, right. You haven't moved in the turn order yet, but this first one is a crit, the first attack. So let's go ahead and do that damage. Um, 22 points of piercing damage, and the second attack, uh, six points of piercing. So very similar to Honto, but yeah, you weren't ready for it, perhaps. And two fortitude saves. For the, the poison. Oh, my worst save. Roll number one is a success. It's good. Now I just oh, wait. need to not. Oh, wait. Oh, 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 wait. 
nope, sorry. <laughs> Probably should have been so quick on the draw there. Uh, I will allow you if you if you want to re-roll that one. You can't. No, my fortitude, my, my fortitude is so bad. Mm-hmm. There's just no reason to re-roll. Hey, but I'll take that one maybe. Yeah, second one's a success. So cool. uh, you start to feel a little queasy, but no negatives. Oh, no, that was the critical hit. Oh, no, sorry. You're clumsy, too, as well. Oh, my gosh. That first brutal. Yeah, it's it's pretty rough. <laughs> okay, wait, wait. So this is important. Mm-hmm. Clumsy, too, reduces your AC by yep. how much? Uh, two. So that right. means my AC was minus four on the second attack, taking it down from a 20 to a 16. So to crit, you would have had to get a 26. You want to die? Like, what? I don't... It's, you know, it's true fact. Uh, that is exactly what I rolled on that second <gasps> Oh, I told you, no. Tyler felt the double Christmas. I knew it. There was no way. Everyone. I saw the rolls and I just thought. I just immediately thought that's too crit. Well, guess There's what, no Tyler? Way. You get another hero point for uh, for. I'm gonna need it to stabilize yourself. Because <laughs> you're taking another three. twelve points of damage uh, with that that crit. Okay, I'm not down. But you saved against that second fortitude which means you're not at stage four of the poison, which is very good. That is, that is very good. So just four or five crits here at the beginning of uh, uh, <laughs> turn one. Um, Alaris, we, let's go on to you. How are you feeling? Are you ready for a couple of stingers? Ready for anything. 19 on my first attack. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's got to be a crit, right? That's a crit, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this game is so broken, Rolling dude. Rocks. So <laughs> Patrick is out of his mind. What? Rolling All right, so, so well. this surely triggers Owlbear, right? <laughs> no. No, you're only taking I mean, triggers 11... him to run away and find a new crew that doesn't get just, bes- <laughs> just beset by crits at all every waking of turn you, of their existence. All three of you have these stingers piercing through shoulders, through your stomach uh, for Anto, through a leg for Cassius. They are stuck in you, stabbing at you. Um, 11 points, though, on the crit. Nearly minimum damage, sadly, Rebecca. Thank goodness. Oh my God. And the second one is a miss, but I need you to make a very important fortitude roll for that uh, for that crit. All right. That's uh, a 17. Yeah, that's a fail. Any, any inkling to re-roll? I could use a hero point to re-roll. I would have to re-roll pretty well. Fortitude is also my worst save. Um, I'll try it. Why not? Oh, that's better. That's a 23. Oh, uh, good call. Yeah, that's a success. And you know, now that I think about it, uh, Tyler, you uh, you get to take those 12 hit points back. The second one was not a crit because uh, you only critically fail the poison if you roll 10 under it, uh, which is what happened with uh, Seth because he rolled a 1. Okay. Uh, your armor class was not reduced by two. It's oh. another Christmas miracle. I'm I'm taking. Oh my gosh! It off the board. But Rebecca, I mean, you have saved uh, against against that with uh, twenty three. And yeah, wow, you got off the the lightest, even though you got crit too. Okay, we've we've found out a good deal about these rules. Uh, that's the end of turn one. Uh, Honto, we're on to you. Turn. Tyler 
got I don't think Cassius got to do a thing. Please. Oh, please. Cassius, are you still up? Yes. Oh, okay. Wow. I, I thought you were dead. Uh, sorry. In the <laughs> Captain Cassius actually gets to go. Um, sorry. Patrick, is this, is this okay? It's okay. Is this thing low enough to the ground that I can tumble through its space? Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, you can tumble okay. underneath it. It's about uh, five feet flying above the ground right now. Okay. I'm going to try and tumble through its, its space. I'm going to hero point this if it's low. Yep. I'm going to hero point it. I've got three, so just burn... Burn, burn them, burn them down. Okay, twenty-eight. That should be good enough. To what, and it's against its um, uh, reflex. Selects DC. Uh, yeah, that's a success, not critical. Excellent. Okay, and then for my first attack action, I'm actually going to throw. Um, I'm going to throw a throwing knife at the one that's flying next to Honto. So I'm tumbling through, uh-huh. and then I'm just going to whip out the this just wham throw this blade out as i'm doing it okay roll this too if it's bad but i hope it's not bad does a 21 hit uh not only that you stick that blade right in its eye cavity and it splashes down to the ground yeah and then i'm going to use that momentum from my arm to swing around and hit this one right next to me with a tidal cutlass and oh wait no, Rebecca's over, or Alaris is over there. So I'm going to hold on to my panache. I'm going to hold that close. Oh, but I'm okay. just going to use the title Cutlass. Oh my God, what? Guys, are you, do you believe in Santa? <laughs> it's Crits. natural 20. Santa's real. Santa Santa's Crits real, real in this and podcast. Everyone gets a crit this episode. You get a crit. You get a crit. Yeah, who needs Desmo or Vesmara? I mean, clearly we should be worshiping Santa Claus as the only explanation. (laughs) I think so. Uh, Well, howdy doody. How much damage are you talking? We're talking 18 damage. Oof. Uh, Rolled uh, pretty good. Almost the exact same on the... Oh, but I have Panache, actually. So that's going to be 20 damage. And I don't think this weapon has... So I think this is technically a short sword, right? Yeah. Okay. I don't think I have anything. Okay. Alrighty. Howdy. That's all, that's all my actions. I'm depleted. Um. All right. That is turn one, believe it or not. How much damage do you think we've ever done in turn one? I'm going to match it right there. Um, Honto, we're back to you. And uh, yeah, the one that you were squaring off against, Captain took care of it. Hmm. All right. Uh, that was a painful hit I took. A couple hits, I guess. Uh, I won't... Hey, you're looking around and everyone's been stabbed by these things. These murder wasps. It's like, it's like that uh, uh, the episode of The Simpsons where they get a trampoline in the backyard and there's that shot of all the wounded kids just laying <laughs> down. <laughs> everyone's just been stabbed by wasps. Um, no, uh, uh, let's see. I'll, I'll just go ahead and swap over to, to Wolf's stance. Uh, Hunter will give a quick nod to Cassius and thanks. Just move past him and join him to... Oh, wait. Mm, no, uh, that'd be diff- too difficult. How deep is this water over uh, on the east side of the, the wasp? I'm at, I, I, uh, from from this map that I've, I've gathered here, I think this is just like a fish kill. Um, so probably not too deep, maybe a few feet. So I would say difficult terrain to like trudge through but mm-hmm. um, so if I were to move let's see <laughs> you want to try to get around the back side of this 
Yeah. Cool. Yeah, moving into it shouldn't be too hard. Sloshing through the waters, I imagine you're pretty well uh, acquainted with that kind of muddy trudging. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, uh, marsh dweller and all. Um, <laughs> You know, so uh, flanking with the boss man. As 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 part of as part of my move, uh, reaching down, grabbing some mud, rubbing in my 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 belly wound, um, as as Candoso and Hanto are are to do commonly. Um, and I will make a flurry of blows. It's twenty nine hit. Yeah. Okay. Does that include your? Uh, no, that doesn't include flanking. Yeah, that's a critical hit. <laughs> Jeez Louise. Wow. <laughs> I mean, he rolled a 19. Um, all right. Yeah, let's let's calm it down here, folks. We, <laughs> we, we're breaking Pathfinder 2nd Edition. This is right wow. We're so, never going to top this. Next episode, we're going to be like, oh, no crits. So, so, <laughs> so with a... So you remember uh, it's a knock fight where you couldn't roll double digits? Oh my <laughs> double gosh, digits? Dude. So if I, if I have the double damage die from striking runes, do I double the double damage die? Do I roll another yeah. 2d8? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. You roll whatever your you double, you double your dice of damage. So if the striking rune gives you two d six, then you roll or two d eight, then you roll. Okay. So uh, first hit on the flurry is uh, twenty five. Don't forget your backstabber if you're not including. It. Does um, Wolf have backstab? I think it does. I mean, right. it's on your macro. That's what, or it's in the description. Twenty five okay. points of damage, Toto. Um. Well, hold on, because uh, if it has backstabber, then. That's one more damage, at least. Um, um, I was about to say, actually, I don't think you guys can technically flank this thing if it's already five feet up in the air. Oh, okay. But oh. regardless, it had 25 hit points left, so it's dead! Oh, I didn't even get to use my second attack. Okay. Sorry! <laughs> F- flurried out, and two of these wasps are down. Kando, so we're back to you. Bert. Oh, man. Holy howdy, this turn has gone uh, pretty well. <laughs> pretty well. Uh, I will say I was I was counting the hit points because uh, that first wasp had one hit point left. I was like, oh my gosh, it's the, the residual damage might do. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, goodness gracious. Let's see. What's the distance here on this guy? Oh, 25 feet. Oh, that seems within your close range. Oh, yeah. Um... I am going to produce flame. I will light it a fire. Ooh. And a reflex save from it, or is this an attack? This is an attack roll. Okay, go right ahead, roll that. And, you know. Uh, 18 to hit. 18. It's a miss. Oh, no. Hero point. Oh, no. no. Hero point. He wants it. Yay, 22. Oh, that's it. Yeah, for nine points of fire damage. Ooh, okay. Uh, it's bloodied now, this one that's on Alaris. Buzz, buzz. Uh, and speaking of, it is Alaris's turn. I think you, sh- you should you you should have said buzz off. <laughs> buzz <Okay>. off. <laughs> um, what, do you, what you got, Rebecca? Uh, she is going You're to- You're fired. Oh, wait, I'm Sorry. still, like, far away from it, right? It's flying up in the air? No, it had to move down to to uh, to get within range to attack. Oh, good. That means she is going to take out her curve blade and take as many shots, uh, uh, swipes as she can with her curve blade. Oh, no, that's only uh, a 15. First one is a, a miss. Now do you want... Uh, oh, you already used, used your hair point. I used oh, mine. No. 
and you weren't lucky enough to get several like Tyler. <laughs> I know. Uh, I'll say a quick prayer to Desna. It won't work. Nope. Oh gosh, oh. that's a natural one. Oh no! <sighs> All right, well, third try. Third attack? Third attack, hey. Might as well. Oh, that's a natural 20! <laughs> natural 20 on the flipping dice. What, what is happening? What? <laughs> this episode. You gotta reset Desna, our cash. Desna's like, ye of little faith, did you not know that you only had to fail so that I could allow you to ascend and succeed? <laughs> that's right. Ouch. Faith what? restored. Oh boy, what's the damage here? Roll that. Uh, roll is that, that crit? a critical hit? If it's a yeah, natural twenty, 20 is a, a, a crit. Okay, great. So thirteen plus nine plus forceful plus forceful, which would what does that mean? I believe since that was your third attack, it's plus three. I think it's just plus two with forceful because it's plus one on the second and plus two on the third but regardless it had 20 hit points left so i'm i'm, I'm thinking that's dead yay yeah so the, the, the second attack gets a circumstance bonus equal to the number of weapon damage dice oh. any any attack after the second gets a damage equal to double the number of weapon damage dice. And since your weapon damage mm -hmm. dice at this point is two, if the third hits, you get a plus four to damage. Dang. Nice. Nice. Uh, we are out of combat as you guys have cut yeah. these down. Wow. You can hear up the Yeah, coach. Patrick, these, these creatures didn't even get a second turn. That has to sting. <laughs> you son of a... Honey today. Good saving that one. Getting ready. <laughs> <laughs> that hurt more than you can understand. Um, yeah, the, their their bodies fall into the ground, maybe making some some twitching motions on the ground as some villagers will come along to to finish them off. And you can see uh, maybe other villagers and uh, tradesmen up the shore waving weapons in the air and scaring off the the remnants of this hive that seems to have moved south from the, the jungles, uh, east and south from the, the hills up there, and um, now we're just kind of scattering to the wind, as it were, as we're uh, out of combat and driving them off. Whew. How are you I guys? I think Cass pretty good. I think Cass oh. is kind of, is rickety squibs hanging out? Oh, we got some poison saves still to make. I forgot. Oh, yeah, we do on uh, on Cassius and uh, Honto. Cool. Oh yeah, that's right. I didn't make that on my turn. I apologize. Um, I forgot about it too. Um, what am I, what am I rolling? Make make me those now. Fortitude. More fortitude saves. Okay, specifically. Uh, does clumsy? No, why would clumsy affect fortitude? I'm a dumb dumb. <laughs> do I want to re-roll that? I think I do. I'm gonna re-roll mine. Mm-hmm. I really don't want to go any further down this track. You tease, you dice tease. Well, too late. <laughs> I guess I'm just so going to saves uh, Cassius. Uh, you you fall. Uh, your weapon drops from your hand, perhaps as you're you're paralyzed for a round or two. But the the venom does run its course after about half a minute or so. Let's see. Yeah, maximum duration six rounds, but uh, yeah, you you become paralyzed. You you know these things would have probably tried to finish you off if if they sense weakness from mm. from their poison. I'm glad the combat went quickly then. 
Yeah, we didn't get to round three, let alone round six here. Um, yeah, no, no other effects besides that, besides perhaps lingering pain in your joints and nerves uh, for the rest of the day. But I imagine you guys want to heal back up and, and perhaps do some, some rest in the rest of... This is like day four of the squibbing. Well, I think Cassius would want to talk to Rickety... Because this just seems like a lot of action they're seeing. Like, you know, Rickety, it can't always be this bad. You can't be having animal creatures trying to kill you twice in a single week. Well, this seems like a terrible location that you've got set up, mate. Are those wasps <laughs> a natural occurrence on this island? Oh, there's all manner of beasts in the, the jungle. That's why we don't go in there very often, lest we get what we need. But between the Nagas and... Horse-sized wasps. I must admit I'd rather be out on the seas facing the Kraken uh, than, than what the Mongi Expanse has to throw at you. I'm not sure uh, if I should be impressed or if I should condemn you for your stupidity. You all are, are uh, uh, amazing in a in a, a, a roustabout. Uh, your your weapon's coated with the, the creature's ichor. Uh, drinks are, are on rickety squibs tonight for ye all. Yar. Thank you. <laughs> um, the day after this wasp invasion, uh, th- that was like perhaps the the evening that was happening. So you can assuage your wounds with some uh, some ales and spirits at the common house, and the next day get back to training. Uh, maybe Kendoso working with. Uh, Chandra, the town druid, Alaris training up Owl Bear, teaching him. I just imagine it's you've got like a uh, a chalkboard and he's he's learning his letters and stuff again. Are there? <laughs> does Rickety have a night watch or night guards that just kind of look over the compound during the evenings? That because I know there's like there's, I know there's the shipyard where yeah. there's a night crew, but I'm just talking about you know people standing watch. Um, the the only um, guard that you've seen was the watchtower far to the south at the inlet's entrance that um, that announced your presence with some flags. Um, but besides that, you've not seen anything else in, in town here. Dude, I think Cassius would talk to Rickety and be see if he would be okay if Cassius put up a few of his pirates as guards during the evening just to look around with all these yeah. and i mean these creature attacks just don't first off Cassius is used to being on a ship where if something is attacking you it's coming from one direction the <laughs> water another ship <laughs> yeah or it's another ship either there's a creature in the water or it's another ship this naga's coming out of the water and wasps coming out of the air and the jungle is completely foreign to him and i think he feels a little unsafe a little unsure and you know, I think he would kind of want to bolster security a little bit up, a little bit, just because if something yeah. comes in the night, I mean, we're going to be in our skivvies and it's just going to eat two of us. Uh, uh, Candoso yeah. didn't find any evidence of like unnatural tampering in the environment, did he? No, not with the drought is what you were investigating right. last week, but perhaps these things were uh, exacerbated as well from this natural occurrence. Maybe, maybe they wouldn't have already been displaced by the, the drought further in the jungle. Um, as you can set the guards about maybe that night and the next morning, Cassius, after regaling the Talon's folk in the, the bar of, of some of your your voyages or 
Honto taken in the sights of the drought-stricken river. You can get some of your crew to uh, to get back to work a little here. They've been enjoying themselves for four days, and I don't know. Do you, do you have like a bell to hand them or something for uh, if you're putting them on watch? Maybe some. Yeah, because I, I imagine arm. even there should be a warning bell from the ship at least that we could take down well, or yeah, fashion something. Sure, you know, like a deck bell to ring everyone mm-hmm. on on the top deck. Um, yeah, as as you're talking to them the second day, uh, you see some other townsfolk uh, recovering from injuries from the wasps, uh, but uh, seemingly very thankful for for you to killing some of them and, and driving off some others. There's a couple of villagers standing by the water cooler, looking at each other's wounds. Critical hit. Critical hit. <laughs> yeah. This is nothing but critical hits. Over in the corner, there's like, <laughs> like my name is Mahim, the Naga Wasp Killer. <laughs> <laughs> he just keeps adding creatures and then the word killer. He doesn't, he's not very creative, but he's going to have a long title by the end of this adventure. Guys, I'm going to roll his single attack for, for that last. Oh, fight. yeah. Please do. Please do. Oh, it's going to be funny. Do. Uh, oh. Well, it's a double did, digits, a 10. Did okay. That wouldn't have hit, but he would still tell people that he did hit yeah. the Good wasp. Job, um, yeah, no, but there's like an old woman that hobbles by on a crutch, and you see a, a shipwright that got involved in a tussle with one of these foul insect beasts. Uh, his arm is in a sling, <laughs> but uh, everyone else seems to be okay. No one, no one got killed from that. Um, but uh, suddenly, as you as you all are are walking about here, uh, you hear your ship's bell, the one you've given to your lookout crew, uh, ringing in the the early morning. As once more, uh, there's some shouts from the the shoreline. Uh, townsfolk know the <laughs> know what to do at this point. They just go running for cover, <laughs> worried there might be another beast setting upon their small town. In such a short amount of time, as you guys are, are gathered together here on the shore once again, make me a, a perception check or a sailing lore check. As you see the cause of the commotion, it is a a large galleon entering the cove to the south. Okay, that's a little different. All right, looks like everyone's rolled perception. What you can see is much like the the shape and the form of the Infernus. This vessel seems to be of chelish design with its slick back hull, uh, riding very low in the water, uh, tall sails. Uh, and you can see that there's already an anchor um, at the, the mouth of the cove, cutting off anyone from leaving and what looks like an armed party that has made its way ashore south of the town via a large launch like a large ship and i will go back to the map of rickety hakes to to kind of point out where that is so the uh, the ship is over here in the south east of the map and they have um made uh perhaps ready on the south point of uh the the river's kind of like estuary um uh, not more than a couple hundred feet from from town, but it looks like a um, about ten men or so. Unrelated question: um, mm-hmm. Our hit points, like, should they 
kind of stay where they were? Do we get them back? Like, you know, it's not related. It's just I don't know. How do you guys want cool scars? Because you gotta let them heal naturally if you do. Otherwise, you can be full hit points. I'm gonna yeah, I'm gonna leave out this one. No cool scars this time. Yeah, no, I'm good. I'm good with the scar situation. Yeah. Uh what would you guys like to do? What time um, of day is it? Uh early morning here, day five. You said uh, there are there were we see about ten ten men in this uh long this long boat coming ashore. Yep, yep, they've they've already landed and they're they're making their way out of the boat. I think Cassius would definitely want to grab his officers, Al and also Albert, and You've got some some armed guards already <laughs> prowling the shoreline. You can you can bring with you if you'd like. Yeah, let's take them, and then he's gonna t- he's gonna ask uh, Sandara to take some of the pirates as well and make sure they guard the docks themselves, just in case the ship tries to, you know, essentially pull into rickety squibs itself, um, mm-hmm. or to be ready. I, do they have any ballistae or trebuchets? To throw against the ship, um, in rickety squibs. Now, uh, rickety has a ship that is um, docked currently. Um, that perhaps be able to be seaworthy in a, in a short amount of time. But uh, right now, it looks like this other this cellist ship is anchored. Oh, is there okay. some reason that we suspect them of foul play? I mean, that we would. Think that they must not be up to any good, or well, make me uh, a sailing lore check on that. See what you can muster. Tell me what your roll. I would imagine it would depend on the flag. <laughs> they had. Oh wow, we you both <laughs> rolled a thirteen. <laughs> um, does anybody else want to roll? Does anybody else has <laughs> as a, as a skill? I tried to teach Owl Bear, but he was not not very receptive to my lessons. I do not have that skill, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. I have. I have lore C, but not mm. sailing. I have Aruxi lore and fishing lore. Unfortunately, not going to do it here. Uh, yeah, you're not sure. It doesn't look like there is a Chelish flag raised um, on the ship. Uh, but besides that... Um, is there any flag or is there no flag? Uh, you, you do not see one. Make make me another perception check if you uh, if you want to get closer to this uh, landing party. For tell sure, you what, I'm still going to take. Gonna take the, yeah, oh, can we can we stealth on. over there? Can we sneak over there with my new feet? <laughs> oh, uh, oh, maybe some you. can, but you can only do one other person, right? Uh, quiet allies. I can move with a group uh, to How avoid many? notice. How many people can you move with? Uh, as many as I want, I think, but uh, those allies can roll a single stealth check using the lowest modifier instead of rolling separately. So we wouldn't want to move with people who weren't very good at stealth. But okay, well, it's it's up to you. You can uh, you can bring a few along with you, and do you want to try and stealth around the backside of them? Uh, yeah, I just want to get closer so that we can kind of observe them and see what they what they might be doing. I mean, yeah, once once you roll me a, a stealth check. I'll roll one as well. Okay. It's not bad. It's not bad for my roll. Um, so so, so you, you actually roll. So everyone in the group, you make one check, but it's the lowest person's check. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So well, if the lowest you know, person's modifier, right? So right. Um, right. What's, uh, what's Owlbear's? That's a good question. Um, so you got any stealth? He does, actually. He's trained. Uh, he has a 
plus five to stealth normally. Okay, so, so we'll call that an, an 18 um, for for him stealthing with you and maybe Scrimshaw Jack, who is, of course, silent as the night. Um, and you're bringing some people with you. I imagine Honto uh, along with you, uh, Cassius, in, in full daylight here. Wait, hold on a sec. I'm very confused about how this, this feat works. Mm-hmm. It sounds like it's just everyone rolls a stealth check the way so that it's being quiet, used right now. Let me just read it. So Quiet Allies says you're skilled with moving with skilled at moving with a group. When you are avoiding notice and your allies follow the expert, you and those allies can roll a single stealth check using the lowest modifier instead of rolling separately. This doesn't apply for initiative rolls. So oh. it's just so, one die roll using the lowest modifier in the group. Right. And she yeah. rolled a 16. Oh, okay. Albert's is a plus five. So it's a 21, 21. for everybody. That's right. pretty, pretty good. Yeah, Putting all your eggs bad. in one basket. But um, I, I'm sorry, I, I misheard what you uh Well, you and said, that's why but. I said, like, you wouldn't want to, you know, bring someone who was really bad at stealth because they would, you know. Yeah, really you wouldn't want to bring your... Zero. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, your person, their person who's untrained and also is wearing full plate. And it's yeah, like, exactly. <laughs> clang, 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 clang. Can't, can't stop. Oops, I rolled a three. You got a negative five. And maybe they're a <laughs> cleric and they they keep proselytizing about Desna. Just yeah, the bard, the bard's just singing the whole time. And <laughs> um, what was it? Everyone uh, make me a perception check as you're getting in position or, or walking up to this group. All of a sudden, all that could come into my head was, "Take me to stealth." <laughs> like that's what the bard is singing as you guys are just moving through the forest. <laughs> uh, Candoso, uh, you can see pretty far off with those uh, hunters' eyes, those druid eyes. Uh, the the men coming ashore do not; uh, they do not seem to be wearing any chelish clothing or armor. Um, they look uh, much like your own crew. They look like a pirate crew. Um, I, I relay this to all those who I can, who I can see who are not super stealthy. And I, I say, I say, um, these are, these are pirates like us. They are, they are not the evil demon worshippers we seek. <laughs> uh, the other thing you, you notice, cause you rolled uh, very well here. I'm going to just take this as a sense motive trick as well. They seem to be moving forward fairly defensively. They've got, um, you know, their weapons ready and are in like a tight formation around what looks like a, um, perhaps a, a captain. That you, it, it's a little hard to make out. Uh, Do we want to confront them openly? Uh, I, I, I say, I say put, put away our weapons and approach them, uh, approach them diplomatically. Honto puts his hands in his pockets. Right. Yeah. yeah. Same with Candoso. <laughs> I think, do they These have weapons? Wep- do they have their weapons out? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Most Cassius of them are, are boarding pikes and you know short swords, things like that. Yeah. <laughs> Cassius might whisper, like, you can fling spells, and your hands are literally weapons. I think I'm going to come out with my blades drawn. If it's all the same with you, <laughs> so I have it, to spend a move action to do that. I don't like doing it. <laughs> yeah, you well, guys can. Well, your your attacks uh, are also one action each, so. Hmm. <laughs> That's also true. Yeah, so we're we're all making sacrifices here, Captain. <laughs> um, you guys can can meet up as as one group and wait for them as they're coming. Um, you hear a voice calling out from this this mass of Marines. Uh, say, uh, 
Uh, we be looking to parlay with the captain of the vessel up in the dry dock. Uh, tell him that we means no harm. Sense motive. Yeah. Go, go ahead. Wait, what is that? I, I, I look over at, uh, at Cassius Perception. and I say, they want to talk to you. They mean you no harm. That's what they say. I'm going to try to interpret that. 24? <laughs> is Candoso Uhura or like... Uh, it seems to be a very assured voice. They just wanted uh, me to pass on the message, I think. It doesn't seem to be stressed at all. And you don't detect much in the way of, of guile. Okay. I think Hanto would look over at Cassius and just kind of give him like a, a reverse nod uh, towards where they are and indicate that he's going to stay where he is. Just in case. Backup plan. Yeah. If <laughs> In case you die, I'm the new captain. <laughs> yeah, I think if Honto and so yeah, Cassius is going to go out there and talk to him. But if Honto and Alaris want to stay hidden, that would be great. All right, Candoso yeah. will back you up. Yeah, Candoso can come out with me. I'm the muscle. Uh, Cassius will will kind of walk out and say, "Well, you're in luck. I be the captain of the vessel that we dry docked. Must say, I'm not accustomed to such a high numbered welcoming party." So what could a group of individuals such as yourself come all the way out here just for someone like me, eh? Um, the, uh, the kind of turtle formation of, of pirates parts, uh, and you see a, um, standing on a, a peg leg, a, a swarthy looking sailor dressed in a, a beat up old military coat, uh, makes his way forward, a magical looking great sword, uh, being uh, stowed at his side as he as he steps forward here, and oh, I've got some art to reveal to you guys here on the map up here to the north. What? This guy's so rad. Can I be on his boat? <laughs> See you guys later. <laughs> Bye. Kendoza just starts to walk right over to the other side. Right stand behind him. Yeah. What's up, Ken? Not today. Um, Not today. Not today. Taking a look at him, you guys can. Give me another sailing lower check or nobility. Launch nobility. Don't have that second one, but we'll do sailing lore. I really want to know who this person is. Mm-hmm. Oh, and you do, because it is, it is hard not to know uh, one of only 12 of the free captains of the Shackles. Uh, oh crap! A famous oh, pirate who retains a seat at Burdak, Kurdak uh, uh, Bonefist's own council table. Uh, you know this as none other than Merrill Pegsworthy, captain of a fleet of at least three ships, but primarily uh, is known to travel on a, a ship called the uh, Bonaventure. Ooh. I think as soon as Cassius sees him. He kind of double takes a little, not quite, maybe throws off his swagger a little bit. Oh, captain, um, my captain. So I'm going to assume that uh, just judging by Alaris's role, um, that she also recognizes him. Yeah. What did you get, Rebecca? I got a 21. Yes. Uh, you have perhaps heard descriptions of a lot of these very famous pirates uh, both in your time on the Shackled Seas and um, from sailors that would uh, come into Magnamar as well. Um, in particular this is a, a pirate who um, 
you know, uh, once sailed for the Andorran Navy near the, the inner sea. Um, do you, you have knowledge nobility? No, I have genealogy lore. Um, feel free to roll that as well. Um, I think, uh, I might use the sailing lore <laughs> as well, or your roll for this one, because, uh, while a little bit more difficult, I said this at DC 20, uh, you can tell this clothing he's wearing Perhaps you've seen in ports in the inner sea before. Uh, this is the blue and white regalia of an Eagle Knight of the Steel Falcons, which is a line of the Endoran military that seeks to, to root out slavery. And from, from tales, you've heard that your uncle Olivier was once a member of this, this order of knights. Ooh. Illustrious so, bunch, it sounds. Yeah. But this this coat, uh, you can tell from the art, is patched and looks uh, very old. So yeah, Cassius sees him and goes, Captain Pegsworthy. Now, I must admit, I'm quite surprised. I can't imagine what business you might have with someone like myself. Oh, no, no business uh, proper. But uh, we must admit we're, we're surprised ourselves. We we saw no one out the lookout post. There was none to warn us. There's already a ship in dock. Speaking of which, that is a, a fine Ramadumi vessel uh, you have there from the looks of it. Aye, I'm very pleased with her. Had to get had to take her from a mutinous crew, but we managed to best them. Interesting enough, I've, I've heard tell just a few days back there was a Ramadumi ship taken on the Fever Sea by none other than a Barnabas Harrigan. Aye, Seems we were like a part of ship. Barnabas's crew. Oh, oh, you were, were you? <laughs> that that is uh, that is quite interesting. You're you're here squibbing this this vessel. Then it's uh, there were reports of his ship never making it to port. You seem to think his first mate had absconded with it. What are the odds? I think Cassius would understand that there's pretty much no point in lying to this man. I hmm. don't think he knows. I there's Yeah, because as good as he is at lying, probably isn't outdoing this guy. Hmm. So I I think he would he would say, I, the first, Barnabas's first mate, was headed to the original port to call, but... We were beset by a storm and took heavy damage. So we we took her up on the beach to do some repairs and get fresh water. And during that time, we learned of the first mate's plot to take the ship and sell her for his own and make off with it. So we took the ship from him and it was still in badly need of repairs. So we've brought it in here and got her all fixed up. And Well, I just saw to take the opportunity to fit it as I see fit, I suppose. He'll, uh take a few, you know, hobbling steps forward, uh, though he's, he's pretty fluid on this, this peg leg and, uh, we'll get in real close next to you, perhaps so it's a little difficult for everyone else around to hear but, uh, he'll lay a, a pretty meaty hand on your shoulder and say, uh, relax friends we've both, uh, broken a bit of protocol that goes on here at Rickety's, but uh, you've seen my latest haul as well he kind of motions the ship behind him. The Chelyak's navy is uh, missing the old Strix here. I've I've lightened her hold and plan to add this to my personal navy. She seems a fine vessel. I'm sure you'll be quite happy with the addition. And I myself 
am no friend of the likes of a Barnabas Harrigan. All those on my ship sign up and are paid a, a fair wage. I, I, I bring my vessels to bear against slavers and, and press gangers all my life. Man, this guy's cool. And Harrigan, why, he deals in flesh. I, I can keep your secret here true, perhaps with one condition. Name it. Why, you let me rechristen your vessel in a few days hence when she's seaworthy. Uh, by one of the free captains. One of the free captains. <laughs> I think Cassius looks over at like the bushes. I mean, he's looking at Alaris. Like Alaris knows his He's just kind of like, can we? Kinda, can we hear? I'm kind of geeking out over here. Can I know. What, I was going to say. Hear what I this think Alaris. I I think the end part here. Yeah. He, he. You know. He'll even say it. You know. To his uh, his own men to hear. You know. I'm no f- friend of the likes of a Barnabas here again. Yeah. I, I think spits I think, the name out. Hanto, like, not recognizing a lot of the terms that are being flung about here, uh, is gonna, like, kind of like, look at the situation, like, getting ready to do something, look back at Alaris, look back at the situation, he's like, yeah. is this is Ca- this trouble? Cassius will just open up, like, he'll just raise his hand and kind of motion at you guys to come out, and at the same time, he's like, Captain, we'd be, we'd be honored. I, I would greatly appreciate that. Thank you. I think Alaris would emerge with, uh, I, I, I honestly think she's a little stunned into silence, um, uh, recognizing some of the emblems perhaps on his on, on his jacket as uh, things that she had seen on her uncle's own clothing at some point in her past. Uh, I, I think she oh, yeah. has some inkling that this is, uh, you know, someone that she has perhaps heard tales about and uh, is probably a, a bit... Uh, yeah, kind of geeking out. Like this is yeah. this is and someone famous. It's, um, <laughs> right? Cass- yeah, Cassius it would add. Indeed. He would just say, I "Must say, Captain, this is Alaris and Honto Candoso, my officers. We were all press ganged on to Barnabas- Barnabas's ship originally. Hearing your stance is quite welcoming and very reassuring for all of us." Ah, yes, yes. It was nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. Uh, yeah, as you get close up and can see the symbol of the um the eagle knights on on his shoulder uh rebecca alaris can understand like the flag that you often saw flown on your uncle's ship uh which has a very similar kind of resplendent eagle in a, a gold coloration like on a, on a blue background. Um, while not exactly the the orders um, drawing, it, it looks like it it was part of that motif that uh, that your uncle flew. I think she would bring this up. I mean, if uh, if she could summon the courage anyway to, she might kind of stammer um, uh, and 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 say something like, "That's that's a symbol I haven't seen for quite some time." Reminds me of my uncle. Hmm. Oh, was was he a member of the order? Yeah, from what I understand, he was he was an eagle knight as well. Uh, he he flew a flag very similar to to that symbol on your shoulder. Pigsworthy kind of looks you up and down and says, "Was your uncle named Olivier by any chance?" He was. <laughs> I, well, I miss him very much. Not many of Elven blood makes their way to the rank of Eagle Knights, but uh, indeed, your uncle was an exemplary soldier and, and fighter. 
I, I served with him for a time under uh, Consul Captain Jersh McClans, and we sailed the inner sea for for a season or two, making enemies and provoking the Chelish along the way. Uh, I'm sorry, you, you say you, you miss him? Yes, I was led to believe that he um, has passed or has disappeared anyway. Oh, why a shame. I uh, Last I'd seen him, uh, old man was piloting a ship in the free captain's regatta, trying to knock the master of gales off of his throne. But I, I must say I was out of port peril at the time. I've, I've not not heard news of him since. Nor have I. I, I would love to find out that he's still out there somewhere. But it's it's amazing. I mean, the world is is quite small, isn't it? Oh, the 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 shackles uh, are are thousands of islands, but it's a, a small community when when you get down to the the pirates that roam these seas, and we uh, we all talk, which is why secrets like Ricky Squibs are important to keep. I'm I'm honored to meet your acquaintance and and just overwhelmed with with excitement at, at meeting someone who who knew my uncle so well he uh it doesn't seem like there's too many courtly graces of uh Endora left in him but he'll he'll like you know kiss the back of your your palm and say my lady <laughs> uh, uh maybe trying to oh dear. to smooth out some of his pirate mannerisms as he's he's clapping you know uh uh, other pirates on the the back, and I don't know what do they do? Spit in their hands and shake <laughs> stuff like yeah. that. I, I love this. I love this visual because we've got these three who are like enamored with this guy, and I like to think that Hanto is standing there like he's the dude sitting next to his cousin when the kiss cam comes on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, no. Yeah. No. I. Um, yeah. If this guy is accepting fawning. Uh, uh, Bootlicking worshippers. Uh, oh. Yeah, I'll send him love letters periodically. Yeah, by, I mean, via bird or something. In case you ever need a druid on your ship, yeah. I could turn into a shark. You ever want to ride a shark? shark in the battle? <laughs> uh, I have another character all made up. I'm, I'm ready to hop on your ship right now. Let me try and sell you on a concept. Have you ever had a deck bear? <laughs> deck bear. It's so, it's so uh, at this good. point. At this point, Cassius would, you know, obviously welcome them in and, you know, maybe bring out the rum. This seems like a reason to celebrate a little. Yeah, you know, they'll they'll um, keep a distance from from the township, um, but uh, they they say they they've got to to make a way so as not to um, to breach too many protocols here at Rickety Squibs after a few drinks and perhaps uh, a brisk. A short break of bread, maybe a, a little breakfast, a brunch, a brunch on the, the coast here. A fine brunch. Somewhere avocado here toast for everyone. Another mimosa, please. <laughs> the avocado we, bushes were full and the toast trees we made, plentiful. We made jam out of wasp guts. It's delicious. <laughs> well, you know, actually, mimosa would be pretty good for fighting off scurvy. Oh, yeah. yeah, I'm, yeah I'm, I'm definitely prep prepping a purify food and drink the next day <laughs> gonna, just, i'm not really sure if we're all if we're all that good at cooking but uh uh yeah but he says he'll he'll um uh sail out for a few days and and then be back in time to rechristen your vessel which is probably a, a time to rem- remind folks 
Uh, at this point, it will be up for about a week or so. But uh, uh, name this vessel, name the ship <laughs> that uh, these pirates are going to be um, sailing on until I sink it with like three natural 20s in a row. Uh, yeah, that'll be... Take a look at our, our, our blog post. Yeah, we've got five five finalists for names up there and, and we need uh, our Patreon subscribers to vote. Go Coiled Naga! I'm rooting for yeah. you! Yeah, if, if, if Patrick sinks our ship, I, I say we, we find a new one and we just call it, uh, let's say, Coiled Naga the, the Squeak Wool. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, boy. Oh, dear. Uh, a- a- after the ruckus dies down and... Um, Pegsworthy and his men sail back and, and raise anchor. Um, there's a bit of a ruckus as, as Rickety Hake uh, and some of his employees come down and, and find you all. The old uh, old pirate says, ah, Listen, I apologize for, for Pegsworthy getting the job on you. Uh, our man on the lookout might be in, in a bit of a trouble. He's got a bit of a, an alcohol problem in that if he runs out of it, he gets a little ornery. But he's not <laughs> not signaling back, and I wonder if you and your crewmates might fancy taking a stroll down the quay and, and checking in on him for us. Cassius is in a great mood, so <laughs> he agrees readily. Absolutely. I'll bring him a bottle of wine. Aye, aye. He, uh, he gets monthly uh, drops of food and drink, but uh, it's a treacherous path up, up the mountain hills and... Uh, while no more than half a mile, I, I figured the way you've handled yourself with the Naga and the murder wasps, this might be a mission up your alley. What say ye? Peer up to the lookout tower and you see that there's a giant wasp nest being like constructed <laughs> on it. It's like, oh. Right. Uh, uh, I, don't know I think we we'll just mark him as deceased and leave it alone at that point. Uh, a trip down the coastline the afternoon sun a fateful journey but not one for this week but rather a tale for another time here on dead men roll no crits guys merry christmas to us all oh mostly (laughs) an episode to remember holy moly i don't think i'm gonna forget this uh role-playing session in total uh ever (laughs) so did everybody get a crit this episode is that what just happened I think so. I mean, well, yeah. Patrick okay. got four, right? Yeah. yeah. Right. I got and, four. Uh, and each of us got one, I think. Each, yeah. 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 Well, at least Merry one. Christmas, one and all. Yeah. Wow. Gang. At least it was fair. It was a fair game, right? Right. Four yeah, against right. four. Everyone got one. Level three creatures, the um, giant wasps. The listeners aren't going to believe that we all got those crits. <laughs> They're going to be like, <laughs> they won't. They, this show is scripted. Good. They're going to be like, I've, it's scripted. This is theater. Yeah. I've honestly never seen so many 19s and 20s. <laughs> so uh, insane. Don't. And ones. Don't clear your cash, gang. Do not. Patrick, <laughs> you, you, you do, though. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, we will be back here. Uh, uh, same podcast, New Year. And uh, we'll find out uh, uh, what exactly we're going to name this this ship soon. Um, but yeah, that's going to be it for this week. Thank you, everyone, for playing with me. Thank, Thank you, Patrick. Rolling Thank you. them crits and Patreon 
subscribers thanks for supporting us uh, no matter when thank you, you do if it's uh, in 2020 when this episode's coming out or later on uh, we appreciate it and uh, God, this is one for the ages uh, so long everybody have a good night, good night. Merry Christmas bye bye